G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Seven eighteen on Repco Race Control with McIver and Murph. Murph in the house. It's so good to have you here too, Murph. We were talking with Emma Gilmore a moment ago here on Race Control about the the rally uh, Otago rally and the the tr- the, the, the stages and, and you both you were both glazing over. I could see I we couldn't see it, but I could tell she was glazing over about how cool the the, the stages are. What is it about them? Oh, we're just blessed to have these. These roads still that haven't been sealed, you know, um, and which are so close to some of the, you know, like Dunedin, the roads aren't that far. There's many of them that aren't far out of town and they just, uh, the way they've been formed, the way they were built back and whenever, mm-hmm. um, they've just withstood the Are the they, are they fast and flowing? flowing and, 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 you know, a lot of them have, um, you know, just crest, beautiful crests and the way the, the road is through the hills and, and stuff, They you know, the, the, a lot of them give you a lot of confidence, you know, these these ones that are quite open. They're not through the forest, through the trees and stuff. They're just big, wide open spaces. Mm. Um, you can still obviously come very, you know, unstuck, but but they're actually public roads, you know, rather than roads that have actually been blocked off or used for forestry and stuff like that. So they're all public. So you've actually got to have road closures and all that kind of stuff. So people live on them. Oh, wow. You know, there's farms. You go through farms and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just it's just glorious, well, absolutely glorious. One man that's going to experience that we talk, spoke to yesterday. Now, he's normally in a controlled environment. Uh, his name is Fanger Dan, Dan Woolhouse, and he's normally in a V8 Mustang. Uh, this time, <laughs> yeah, and I said to him yesterday, it's a little 1600 Escort this time around, isn't it? 1800 BDA, yes. Oh, very nice. Well, okay. Have you had any practice before Otago Rally? Um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago we did the um, Westland Rally Sprint, which was a good chance to get in the car and just have a bit of a shakedown. Um, obviously, I've never done rallying before or driven on rally tyres. So, yeah, it was great. So what was your first impression, brother? Oh, it was a little bit – it's almost like driving on a bit of a – a wet track, you know. Um, the car is very well set up, um, but when you get offline, it can be a little bit slippery, and you've always got, you know, you can always break traction at, at certain times, you know, which is a bit like driving in the wet, as such for us. So yeah. was it? So, but was there a, a, a natural connection? with it because of what you've done, uh, you know, driving cars, chucking them in at high speed in the corners and having that, that feel and understanding of how to do it. Did, was, there, was there any similarities, connection, and, and sort of did you feel comfortable reasonably quickly? Yeah, definitely felt real um, comfortable. As soon as I chucked it into a, the first few corners, it was like, oh, yeah, this is how it is. Um, pretty lucky because the little escorts are a very nimble little car um so we did get ourselves into some situations and it was like oh yeah okay a little bit of braking technique that i use here um you know you pull it off um i did make a couple of mistakes today where coming to a corner too hot and where i would have dabbed the handbrake you know or something like that obviously my handbrake's um up vertical like right off Mm. the steering wheel Mm. um and i just wasn't quite quick enough to do that uh, and but, so, what happened? <laughs> oh, nothing. We just sort of, you know, I, one, you know, I bring the car 
like it's got quite a lot of rear brake bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still sort of slid up to the corner sideways. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't quick enough to really get it back in, back it into the corner, and we just sort of came to a stop. I was like, oh, yeah, I was never, I didn't feel that on the Westland Rally. Yeah. Um, so when I was taking some people for um, hot laps. What you were taking people really... for hot laps, and you've only been driving a rally car for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that so, brave, uh, eh? You know, we had some. Um, we had a media afternoon um, up in the forest here. Awesome. That's not part of one of our stages, but yeah, it was quite cool to um, test a few things that I never did on the um, at the rally sprint. There's some. So, there's some really um, stupid people around, eh? They get in the car with you that quickly after you know the experience you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, like, I guess when you take someone for a ride, you're just like, you really want to, you're not going to push yourself 110%, but you're going to drive really nice and smooth to a certain level. So they feel comfortable. And here I am like, yeah, well, this is actually my first rally. <laughs> exactly. Um, so please don't, you know, judge me for what I normally do and what I'm doing right now. Well, um, what's the biggest challenge? Um, the biggest challenge is learning the pace notes. Mm. Um, I feel really comfortable in the car. Um, like I've got myself like at the Westland Rally, there was this guy who was um, a bit of a thrill seeker and he was trying to stand right on the edge of this apex where um, we were coming up through this forest and it actually put me off and I sort of gave him about a metre and um, threw the car a bit wider and I set myself up into... <laughs> The next corner, and I was like, "Oh no, we're going to drop the bum in the ditch here." Um, but um, it really, like, it just natural instincts when something happens in front of me, like if someone spins and drifting, um, bit of braking technique and gas, and flipped it around and set it up into the next corner, and I was away. Um, so you sort of. Concentration, um, right, Dan? The length of oh, concentration. concentration. It's not. It's not a thirty-second run. It's a hell of a lot no. longer. That must be the the biggest challenge: keeping your eye on the game for however long a stage takes. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know that. Um, so I feel hundred percent confident with the car. Um, the pace notes I'm still picking up. I've never run like in drifting. We don't talk to each other. Like we, we finish our run, and, and my crew will, or my spotter will say, "Hey, yeah." Um, it's a seven, um, three advantage or whatever. Um, make sure you don't give them any room. Uh, watch out because he might do this. Like if they've been, you know, they've got notes from practice, um, stuff like that. So having the, someone talking to you the whole time and which is awesome because I'm just focused on what I'm doing, um, reading the road. Uh, but yeah, just learning what he's saying about, you know, the, the number of corner. Um, the biggest thing that I was struggling with is if there was a straight and a crest, mm. um, at what point, like, what do you call a back crest that's at 650 or something like that? Because I was, like, flying down the straight, and it's like, like oh, yep, there's the crest. I'm ready to pitch it on it. That wasn't actually the crest that was, in our, you know, on yeah. the notes. Yeah, There was actually a few little dips in the road that, there was about three crests up this rise. Yeah, well, so, I mean, it's, it's bloody hard because it's it's how much information 
you get given and it being able yep. to process it, isn't it? So I mean, you, you're exactly. I, I mean, from what I, you know, did in it as well, the same kind of thing. You once you once you start to delve into um, understanding and being able to process more yep. information, you need more information because it becomes very useful to be able to go faster. But you've got Ricky coming up, uh, you Ricky the Rogues yep. tomorrow the on Thursday and Friday. Um, and, yep. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be a, a, a big process. Those are daunting and very tiring days to try and, you know, take all that they information are. in. So how, how are you prepared for that? Um, yeah, no, like that's, you know, like I think I've come into it with, um, you know, doing these recce runs, just, you know, picking out little snippets of the roads that I want to really, like I've got an awesome co-driver and I think that in rallying, they most probably don't get the, most, the biggest credit. You Definitely know, not. The most, is what um, they should do. Um, and Ian McKee, he is an absolute awesome um, navigator, and I, you know, me and him work really well. And and I think what we'll go through tomorrow, we'll um, we'll pick out bits and pieces. And he's most probably helping me a little bit differently to what um, uh, a pro driver as such would be um, being read, and how fast they're getting read the notes. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, we're just, um, you know, it's an absolute honour to to get the opportunity to come down here and drive the BDA Escort, and that car is well-known all around the world. Um, and I think the thing's won at the Otago Rally like six times or something with different drivers that have come over and done it, um, the class. Yeah. And so I'm just really soaking that in, and main thing is like I really determined to – just finish, um, drive, you know, um, 70, 80% um, or how comfortable I'm feeling each day um, and just enjoying it. Yeah, like I'm really enjoying it. Like, every time I take off in that thing at the start of a stage or a run, I'm just, you know, small from ear to ear hearing That's that cool. scream up through the forest. So um, awesome, guys. Um, oh, oh. Uh, I promise I won't tell anyone that you're not missing the big thumping V8. <laughs> well, at least it's, it's half a, it's half a V8. At least it's half a V8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got yeah. the right badge no, on it, eh? Exactly. Uh, you know, I think um, you know. I actually got to take my dad for a ride today through the forest oh, as sorry. well, and he was. I see. He was like, "Oh no, I'm all right." You know, I said, "No, no, it's a lifetime opportunity. You don't get offered to, you know." Go for a ride in a BDA Escort, or and your son's driving it, which is you know means something to me as well. Um, and um, we went flying through the forest, then we get to the other end, and he just goes, "You bloody mad!" Goes, <laughs> I couldn't wait. I didn't realise it was that long. I couldn't wait for it to finish. You reckon? Mate, so, uh, it sounds uh, like you're 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 up for it and you're having a lot of fun. It is. You can tell the excitement yeah. in your voice, man. It's so cool. We can only wish you the best, oh, mate. Yes. And we, we'll talk to you about this afterwards. We right? will. We'll, we'll have you. We're going to have a have a debrief on this one, mate. But just uh, yeah, bloody uh, go in with the attitude that you got and and enjoy every minute. Good on you. Awesome, mate. Thank you. Thanks, boys. There he is, Fanger Dan. Fanger Dan, uh, drifter. He has a big Uwasa Century Batteries Mustang that he drifts in uh, Valvoline D1NZ. And I, I just, you know what? He got me with his passion and, and the fact that it was so important to him. Did he get you with hello? <laughs> you had me at hello. 
Oh wow, that's that's your that's your, that's some of your best work. D one NZ not too far away. End of the month, April and Taupo of rounds one and two. Mm. Uh, we're closing in on uh, being able to say that's uh, live on Sky too. Not too far away from that. Crossing our fingers, it's pretty close. Stick around. We talk bikes and a little bit of rally with Avalon next.